Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast. This is episode eight. On today's episode, we discuss five ways to organically grow your online visibility, your reach, and your impact. No ads needed. Get ready to take some notes. In less than 30 minutes, I'm going to help you grow your business from right now to fabulous. Here we go. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the show. On today's episode, we're talking all things organic. Five ways to organically grow your online visibility, your reach, and your impact. You don't need ads to grow your business. You don't need ads to grow your business. As always, you can find the links and uh, more information in the show notes on bonnielfrank.com. That's my website. Head over to bonnielfrank.com forward slash blog for the show notes and bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast if you want to listen to past podcast episodes that way. If you want to give me any feedback or ask any questions or get in touch with me for any reason, feel free to listener at bonnielfrank.com. That's listener at bonnielfrank.com. All right, so I'm going to start off with organic reach, and I want to define that because there's lots of terms thrown about online and the online space with social media and marketing, and it can be really, really confusing to know exactly what everyone is talking about when they use these terms because sometimes people use terms and they don't really mean what they think they mean. They're not really using the terms correctly. So organic reach means unpaid reach, unpaid reach. A podcast, for example, is organic reach. You're not paying for the ability to reach more people. There's no ads. You're not paying for that. That's organic. So when you do a post on Twitter, when you tweet something out, that's an organic bit of social media. And however many people you reach, that is organic reach. But if you have paid ads on Twitter, that's not organic. That's a paid ad. So when people talk about ad spend, that's money that they're putting behind any sort of post on social media. That's ad spend or something that they're they're putting money behind to market something, to promote something. But if you don't have, if you're not paying for it, it's organic. Online visibility. When I talk about online visibility, and I'm an online visibility expert, that's what I do. I help people get seen, get heard, and get paid online. When you have online visibility, it means that you are getting noticed. You're being remembered. You are top of mind for people who are interested in the types of things you do and in what you have to offer. Because after all, if you're not remembered, you really are invisible. I mean, you know you're a real person and and you know that you have these social media accounts and you know that you're posting online and you know that you're blogging or vlogging or doing a live stream. You know that you're doing all the things. 
But if you're not being remembered, it's as though those things aren't existing. You are invisible online if you're not remembered. Online visibility is being remembered, getting noticed. People think about you when it is time to pay for something that you do. The social media space is super, super noisy. It's crowded. It can be confusing. It can be downright overwhelming. And as a consumer, you can really feel bombarded by things in your social media feed. You know, some people have gotten off certain platforms because they feel so bombarded. Some people have closed out their accounts on their email because they're just getting too much spam. Or they simply don't open up their email anymore because they're getting so much spam. You are 100% in control over what you see in your feed and what comes through your email. People feel that they have no control over it, but you really do have control. You need to get rid of, you need to mute, you need to delete, sometimes you need to block people. You need to create your feed so that you see exactly what you want to on your feed. And there's always going to be algorithms. So a little hack that I do, even if I'm not fully reading, sometimes people will write a long post on Instagram or a really long Facebook post. And even if I don't read the whole thing, I will like it because that helps keep the people in my feed. And then I can go back and read it. Or even if I don't read that one, I will catch the next one and it will be that much easier for me to find the one that I just missed because it keeps that person in my feed. I'm letting that social media platform know that I'm interested in that person or that business or that content, that topic. By liking it, I keep them in my feed. That's a little hack. Online visibility, that's what I do. That's what I'm talking about today. And impact. Impact can mean lots of different things. If you impact somebody, you help educate them. You can inform them. You can show them something they've never seen before. You can expand their horizons. You could impact them with giving them a reason to smile. You could impact them with sitting down and listening to them. You can impact people in loads and loads of ways. When I'm referring to impact, I really mean what I think is the ultimate impact, which is changing people's lives. And I'm a former teacher and college professor, and I have changed people's lives, many of them. And I want to continue doing that. And now I want to continue doing that in terms of people and their businesses. When I'm talking about impact, I'm really referring to changing people's lives. Because if you impact just a little bit, that can go a really long way and you really can change somebody's life. All righty. So I'm going to go over five ways that you can organically grow your online visibility, your reach, and your impact. This is organic, no ads, no ad spend, no money needed. Number one, stay true to your why. And I know that that might sound trite. It might sound ridiculous. It might, you might be thinking, oh my God, seriously, Bonnie, this is a strategy? Yeah, it's the number one strategy. If you don't know why you do what you do, why it is that you're in this game, why you started, if you don't really keep that so close to your heart, 
if you don't stay true to your why, you will never grow as much as you want to. And you will never have the impact that you could have. Never. You need to stay true to your why. Your why has to be so big that it doesn't just get you through the easy times. It gets you through the hard times. And there will be hard times. Nobody said being an entrepreneur is easy. Or if they did, they were lying because it's not easy. But when your why is big enough, it will get you through the tough times. And I always tell people to go back to their why keep their why close to them, remember their why, go back to it, visit it often. When you stay true to your why, you're consistent, you're dependable for your target audience. Your audience can depend on you. They know that every single day you're going to be delivering the types of content they want, the types of content they're asking for, the types of things they need. They know they can depend on you for that. You're consistent. They know who you are. They know what you're about. You are known for that. Stay true to your why. The second thing is to know your ICA and your audience. Your ICA, when I refer to ICA, and I'll define that in the show notes, when I refer to ICA, I'm talking about ideal client avatar. And I talk about that a lot. When I work with my clients, that's the number one thing we begin with. We begin with that every single time. And every single one of them said, oh yeah, I know my avatar. Yeah, I've done all that. We don't need to do that. And so I say, okay, well, go ahead and write it down, email it to me, and I'll look at it. And to date, not one of them really knew their ICA. Your ICA, your ideal client avatar is one person. Once you know him or her, then you know your target audience. And if you know your audience, you know what they want, you know what they need, you know how you're going to deliver it to them, you know what to say, you know where to be saying it, everything comes from your ICA. So that's why I'm saying you absolutely have to have that to be able to grow organically. Number three, you have to have clear branding. And branding is more than colors and fonts. Colors and fonts are part of it. You can have a logo if you want. I created my logo in about five minutes on Canva. I have zero graphic design ability, as you can tell, from anything that I've created online. When I've hired out, you can also tell that. A logo is great, but a logo's not going to bring in the money. Your color choice is not going to bring in the money. Your font is not going to bring in the money. Any of those things in and of themselves are not going to do it. But when you have consistent colors, fonts, your logo has to be consistent. Your messaging has to be consistent. That goes back to your ICA and your target audience. The vibe that you put off both personally and professionally, both in person and virtually, has to be consistent. How you make people feel through your messaging has to be consistent. That is all part of your branding, all of it. So your branding's not just a tagline. Your branding is what people say about you when you're not there. Your branding is how people refer to you, what you are known for. That's your branding. It's got to be clear. Number four, relationship marketing. 
relationship marketing. I don't want you to just market to people. I want you to form relationships with your audience. If you simply are throwing things at them and then wondering why you're constantly chasing sales, you're not really clear about marketing. Marketing is not just throwing things at people. Marketing is speaking to a specific audience in the way that they can hear to deliver a very specific message for a specific purpose. That's marketing. It's not just throwing things out there. It's not just posting on social media. Marketing has strategy. Anybody can post on social media. That's not really marketing. That's just posting on social media. So relationship marketing is leading with service, like this podcast, for example. Leading with service. I'm providing information for you. I'm serving my audience. I know who my audience is. I know what they want. I know what they need. I'm giving it to them. And I constantly provide ways for them to continue the conversation, both in the Facebook group. You can join the Business Fabulous Facebook group. Look up Business Fabulous on Facebook. Feel free to join the group. And you can continue the conversation there. You can also continue the conversation through email. You can email me, listener, at bonnielfrank.com. You can also reach out to me anywhere on social media. DM me. Send me a message. Reach out to me. Respond to one of my social media posts. There's endless ways to continue the conversation. Engagement is part of continuing the conversation. So likes, comments, shares. And when people like, comment, and share, I notice. So do other people. When you like, comment, and share on people's social media, they will notice. But if you are simply consuming the content, they can't tell. They don't know. If you're simply consuming the content, that person might not really know that you were there. Now, if you look at someone's Instagram story, you can see the producer, the person who has the Instagram account, they can see who's seen their stories. If you just read a blog post, you can't tell that someone's read it, but if they comment, then you know they were there. If you do a Facebook Live, if somebody comments on the Facebook Live, the person delivering the live, the person broadcasting knows they were there, but unless they comment, they don't know if they're there. They know somebody's there, but they don't know who it is. So engagement is very important. It's really, really important for relationship marketing. And just because you might not know who's watching a live or you might not know who's listening to a podcast, you still need to absolutely know your audience. You still need to deliver what they want. And you always need to keep those lines of communication open. You always need to provide outlets for them to continue the conversation. The fifth thing is a big one. And if you haven't taken any notes yet, you might want to now. The fifth one is all about hashtags and relevant hashtags. Hashtags can be really confusing. And there's a lot of misinformation 
about hashtags. And the whole situation with hashtags doesn't really change with the algorithm changing. Every social media platform, all of them, have algorithms. And unless you created the social media platform, you're probably not privy to when the algorithm changes and what the specific changes are. It's hard to stay on top of that. I do, but it's hard. I do that for my living. Even though the algorithm will change, and it will, especially on Facebook, it is always changing. Facebook alone can keep you on your toes. Even though there's always going to be an algorithm, and even though that algorithm will absolutely change, what you do with hashtags really doesn't change very much at all. And relevant hashtags is what it's all about. On Twitter, you know that you can put up to 30 hashtags. But on every other platform, you should really only have one or two. You should really only have one or two. And if you have one, it should be a relevant hashtag. And if you have two, both of them should either be relevant or one should be a relevant hashtag and one should be a branded hashtag. And that way, when someone looks up your branded hashtag, they'll see all of your posts. One or two hashtags on every other platform, you can put up to 30 in your Instagram posts. How do you figure out what hashtags to use? So some hashtags are used more often than others. Some hashtags are really popular and they're used by millions and millions of people. Well, that's great, but not if you want to get seen and heard and you want to rise up above the noise. If you put hashtag business, everybody's using that hashtag. Millions, if not hundreds of millions of people are using hashtag business. So your tweet or your Facebook post or your Instagram post, whatever it is that you're using hashtag business for, is going to be buried immediately amongst all the other posts that are using hashtag business. The only place you may have just a slight chance is on LinkedIn, and that's only because hashtags are so new. But even there, I wouldn't put hashtag business. It's still too general. Look at how many people are using that hashtag. Look at the popularity of the hashtag. And on Instagram, for example, I always recommend to use hashtags that have 250,000 I always say you want about two-thirds of your hashtags to be that, and then about one-third to be larger, because you can still pick up some more traffic from the hashtags that are larger, but if all of your hashtags have a larger use, they're more popular and millions and millions of people are using them, it's almost like you're wasting a hashtag. And yes, you do have 30 that you can use, but let's use them strategically. Let's put some thought behind them and let's make sure that they are relevant to the post. Don't just shove hashtags in any old post. And every post should not have exactly the same hashtags. The hashtags should be relevant to the content that's in the post. Very important. Every social media platform is its own search engine. Every single one. If you're on Periscope, it uses Twitter because Periscope is the live streaming platform that Twitter uses for Twitter Live. Every social media platform is its own search engine. 
By that, I mean that if you're posting on YouTube, you can go on YouTube and you can put a search in the top. You can put a search in for whatever you're thinking of for the keywords and you'll see all the different kinds of videos and all the different types of people who are using those keywords. And then strategically, you could go to those videos and see other keywords that they're using. It needs to be relevant to the content and you can very easily for free use the search engines themselves to research. On Instagram, they will tell you how big of a reach or how many people are using that hashtag, how many accounts, I should say, are using that hashtag. So you can decide to limit it or not limit it that way. And then I've got some other sites for you to use for help. Hashtagify, hashtagify.com is something that you can use for Twitter and Instagram to look up the different hashtags. If you're not sure what hashtags to use, Hashtagify is a great one to start with. If you want to know in terms of real time, if you want real time data and you want to know right now, this very second, how many people are using XYZ hashtag, then go to Tweet Archivist. Tweet Archivist. And it will give you real time data for that hashtag that you're researching. And all of this will be in the show notes. Go to Trends Map if you want to know trending hashtags on Twitter in your area. This is a really fun one to do because you see what's trending and the hashtags that are larger means they're trending more. It's a very nice visual, a real quick visual that gives you an idea of how many people are using and how popular those hashtags are. LinkedIn, as I mentioned before, recently started using hashtags. It's still pretty new. But even though it's still pretty new, don't put hashtag business. Don't put hashtag money. Use some more strategy behind it. Be a little bit more specific about what you're doing. However, and this is a big however, because hashtags are so very new on LinkedIn, the hashtags that you're going to be using on LinkedIn should probably not be the same ones that you use on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram, you may very well, especially Instagram, you may very well have to really niche down. There's fewer people on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, you can have more general, not super general, but more general hashtags. And LinkedIn also gives you an idea of other hashtags that are being used, and you'll see the frequency that they're being used. But as of today, I am doing this broadcast on Monday, August 19th, 2019, and that is when this broadcast will go live. And as of that date, LinkedIn does not have a very organized way of delivering the hashtags it's just a mishmash, gobbledygook, a whole bunch of hashtags. They're not even alphabetized, but you can see the frequency of the hashtags. And you can do that on the bottom left. Just scroll all the way down and LinkedIn will show you the hashtags that you're following. They may recommend some hashtags and then you scroll a little bit further, one click, and there you go. 
I have another hack for hashtags, and this one is in stories. If you're doing Instagram stories or you're doing Facebook stories, one way to organically bring in an audience is obviously with the hashtags to put hashtag, you know, whatever it is inside your story, but you can make those hashtags invisible. In other words, you don't need to broadcast to the world, those are global platforms, what hashtags you're using. And the way that you make it invisible is you put the hashtag on the story and then you simply put a sticker over it. Very simple. Or you can color over it or draw over it, whatever you want. That's how you make it invisible. So the hashtag is technically still there. It's still bringing in the audience for the people who are following that hashtag. Your story can still be discovered in the Discover on Instagram, but it's quote unquote invisible when people are looking at your story. The the viewer doesn't know that you're using the hashtag, but people who are following the hashtag have the ability to discover you, particularly on Instagram. Instagram, you really want to be in the top nine in terms of discover. You want to have You want to be in the top nine because most people do not scroll down through the Discover unless you're really, really utilizing Instagram. Most people just don't spend that much time in the Discover, although you can find great things. It's kind of a rabbit hole, though. You should probably have some time on your hands and not start doing it like at a stoplight or something like that. I hope this has been really helpful. I went over five ways to organically grow your online visibility, your reach, your impact. You don't have to spend money on ads. You don't. You might want to, and you might choose to for specific reasons, for specific times, for launches, or maybe you have things where you always have ads running. And that's fine. That makes sense. As long as it's strategic, it makes sense. And I agree with that. But that doesn't mean that that should be the only way that you're going to bring people in and you're going to get seen, get heard. You're going to get paid. You're going to build your list. You should be able to do all of that organically. Because if you cannot do that organically, then throwing money at all of those things is not going to help. If you cannot grow your list organically, then putting money into your ad spend is not going to automatically grow your list. You've got to know how to do it organically first. And I hope that these five ways have really, really helped you. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Business Fabulous. I want you to take a challenge, and that is to use one of these five strategies to really help build your business, your online visibility, your reach, and your impact. Use one of these strategies to help your business grow. And I'd love to know which strategy you used. Please feel free to reach out to me. Email me at listener at Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, L, my middle name is Lynn, Frank. F-R-A-N-K.com. So listener at BonnieLFrank.com. Remember, together we are business fabulous. Until next time, and as always, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to help nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous.